I can't stop thinking about her. I love her. I knew it the moment I saw you. My everything. Plus, she's she's hot. Hi, everyone. Lemmy missed last week. Yes, so I did. You have a big fat gap. <laughs> yeah, I do. So Conrad went home and now we're dating. <laughs> what? What you do you mean? That? I didn't see that on Instagram. <laughs> oh my God, he's hot. I, I he's hot. said to you last time that, mm, I don't know about the hair, but then, you know, I looked at the photos again and That's I'm like... Nice. You capture him at good angles. He's just beautiful. Say that. He's so beautiful. I have 105 photos of him already in a folder <laughs> for Conrad. So I'm like obsessed with it him. It must have been love. But I just want over now. But it's going on now. <laughs> but um, no, so also it's so funny. We had to cut out so much of me like gushing over him after we'd met. So obviously I was gushing pre-meeting him, but I was like, it's weird if I keep gushing after the article at Byron Bay. So I was like, I, I have to not really talk about him as obsessed. So like Elise message me and she was like, should we release an episode of just all the times you had to edit out you like giggling about Conrad? Like I would say his name and I'd be like, <laughs> that happened to me as well, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Just- <laughs> I'm like, I will remove this part where Abby's about to come. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that's what happened last week, but now it's finale week, so it's the last episode. And as usual, like with Jimmy season, I'm just, thank God it's over. Thank God. I mean, you know, we love The Bachelorette, we love The Bachelor, but it takes up a lot of time of my week. (laughs) It's mandatory. Anyway, this was probably the most drama we had all season in this episode. So we had love seat drama at the start that I gave Comrade shit for at the time on the podcast. I was like, there's getting more drama late in the season. There wasn't. Nothing happened this season. Until now, you mean? Until now. Okay. So we had hometowns last week. And, you know, just to recap, David's went really well. His mum seemed like very attached to him, but like, I'm sure she was just like, kind of persuaded into saying certain things. So whatever. She seems really nice. That was nice. Conrad's went well, but he got sent home. Rest in peace. Jamie Lee's went okay. Her friends were like, why are you any more than one person? And she's like, have you seen the show before? And then Holly's, her mum was like, Holly doesn't want kids. So Holly and Brooke were left at the end of Hometowns being like, Brooke wants three kids or she wants, quote unquote, a tribe. So she wants a lot of kids. It's not like she's like, I only want three. She like wants at least three, I think. And then Holly was like, I want none or one. And also Brooke said, I want to move back WA eventually. And Holly was like, I don't want to do that. Everyone's saying, why didn't they do it earlier? And it's like, they've been on two dates. Like I agree. It's like, yeah, this is a reasonable time for this to be brought up. Also, it was brought up by Holly's mum. She asked Brooke, would you be moving back to WA? And Brooke said, yeah, eventually in like 10 to 15 years, I think I'd want to go back to WA. And Holly was like, well, I don't want to do that. And it just caused this like tension. And honestly, I understand both sides. I do understand not wanting to be in WA. Perth is beautiful. Please explain. No, no, no. <laughs> this, isn't a, this isn't like a Melbourne hating fest. This is like, it's so far away. It's the most isolated city in the world. And also with all these lockdowns and border restrictions, anything can happen now. You know what I mean? Also, WA, like... They're always begging to become their own country. They're always gagging for it. So it's like, what if that happens? (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just like stressful. So I understand. But also like, let's just like cross that bridge when we get to it. You know what I mean? Anyway, so top three dates. They're discovery dates. On my season, we didn't have these. But this is like when they organized their own dates. Remember how we had JJ? She did the kayaking in the harbor. Now we're back. David has stolen JJ's idea. But they're in a swamp, not in the harbour. They're like in like this like gross like creek. And like Brooke likes it because she likes the outdoors, but I'd be like, 
I'm not made for the outdoors. Jesus fucking Christ. My mother wore pink lipstick during the gardening when I was growing up. There is no fucking chance I'm going in a swamp. But Brooke is a bit more low maintenance than that. So good on her. So he arrives via kayak. She's sitting, she's sitting on the edge of the water, on the edge of the swamp, and he arrives via kayak, which like is funny and iconic, and he's got a kayak attached to the back. I mean, it's cute. And then like nothing really happens. And then they're on quad bikes. And you know how quad bikes, I always want to come thinking about a quad bike. The best sex of my life is from people who ride motorbikes or quad bikes every single fucking time. Literally the top five, I'm thinking of all the people that I've had sex with that have taken me on a motorized vehicle of some sort. Best sex. And what can I see and lie to you? Conrad has a motorbike. Haven't been on it yet. I don't care. He's really good in bed. Anyway, so... (laughs) But we'll discuss that when I get him on the podcast, if I get him on the podcast. All right. So she's on the quad bike. Again, nothing happens. There is a weird Franken bite where they've gotten David to like say, Brooke's quick and she looks fierce. And it's like, she looks fierce. It was really random. I mean, it was cute. Like, yeah, whatever. And then David's like, oh yeah, like I liked her before, but like this quad bike moment has made me like her even more. And I'm like, why is that been a tipping point? Then Brooke, like, then they have, like, their emotional moment. She's like, oh, you make me feel loved and protected and, like, which is cute. Oh, and then he's like, yeah, I know you think I'm, like, some, like, safe, like, I think what he was trying to say is that I'm not boring. Like, he was like, I know you think I'm, like, some, like, safe option, but, like, I'm actually, I do things like this, like, quad bike and kayak. It's like, wow. <laughs> I, don't think, boy. I don't think if you're very interesting, you would try and pitch a case of you being interesting. That's a little bit I know. I know. problematic. I know. To be fair, he didn't say boring, but it felt like he was like worried that she thought he was like some like, you know, he's, got, like, he's, he's, he's very stable. Stable job, owns a house, loves his mum. You know, he's just very stable. But he's like, I'm also wild. I kayak. It's like, baby. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so then it's the intimacy time, talking about their hometowns. Darv's like, yeah, where do you see our life, like in Melbourne or Disneyland? And she's like, I've just moved to Melbourne. And he's like, yeah, like it's hard for me because his sister is pregnant. So he's like, I want to have my like niece or nephew in my life. And again, with border closures, everything is so much harder. Like, And Melbourne, the epicenter, like the amount of times Melbourne's been cut off, you poor darlings, like – but, like, I would be like, well, it's not to have a baby. I'm just staying in Brisbane. Anyway, that's kind of what he's saying. And he's like, also, I have a house and the business. And I try to sell the house, sell the business. I also have a dog. But that's fine. But, like, you know, just a whole lot of things, which is understandable. But he's also like, I care about her. Brooklyn is like, I have a real fear of long distance. I've done it before. And I'm just scared it's going to fizzle out. And, like, I understand this. Long distance fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. Fucking. What's the longest distance you've done? Uh, London, Jordan. Oh, fuck. And it was really shit, especially that we were hiding our relationship and trying to do long distance at the same time. It was with a woman, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely fucked, honestly. And it did fuck us up, I think. What what part of it? Well, first of all, it's hard to have sex. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> well, You impossible. have phone sex. But then, but then phone sex after a while, like, I just want to be touched. Exactly. You just want to be touched. And yeah. then you, we see each other and then the expectations are quite different, you know? They're quite high. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, this is, it's, and also you're like, the, the five days that I'm seeing you or whatever, the short period of time that I'm seeing you have to be fucking amazing for this to all be worth it. Exactly. Exactly. And you're like, and then you're like, you know what? This is way too much effort. Whereas when you're in like a normal relationship where you're in the same city, you can have like average days together where you just watch TV and don't really talk. But that's fine because it isn't the entire weight of the relationship on that Sunday afternoon. Whereas, 
panic. And we have to have sex. We have to have sex. Well, that's, that was me. Yeah, we have to have <laughs> sex. We have to, we have to come. We have, it has to be really good sex. And the yeah. sex isn't as good because you have to have a good sex. And then you're panicking and then you're like, oh my God, there's so much pressure on this. And then, and then also it also fizzles out because you're like, I find that like when I'm with someone in person, I talk to them less because when you're long distance, you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing today. Totally. I agree with you. So then you've talked about everything because all you can fucking do is talk. I agree with you. But you look, some people do it. Some people have better communication. It just did not work out for me, yeah. to be honest. My friend just got married to someone who she was long distance with for a year, but they were together in IRL, I think, for a year and a half. Then it was also Sydney and Brisbane. Like, it's an hour flight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so keep in mind, these dates are supposed to be you showing the bachelor or bachelorette about you, their discovery dates. But Jamie Lee has been like, oh, I, I'm going to take you to do something I could see us doing together. And Jamie Lee, apparently, I didn't know this until this episode, she's apparently like notoriously like not high maintenance, but like she's like kind of like nice dinners and wine and like nice big bags and stuff, whatever, like whatever. Like that's what she enjoys. Nothing wrong with that. So she's like done what she thinks Brooke likes. I mean, it's really, it's sweet. Like I think Jamie Lee is really sweet and really lovely. So it's like... I think she just is like, we're so close to the end. I want to keep showing Brooke how much I care about her and love her. Not like, okay, I need to do what's going to show her about our life. But then again, I don't know. I, I don't know if Darby goes kayaking every weekend. I can't confirm what tonight. He didn't say, but I'm assuming he does if he's taken her kayaking in the Brisbane River. Seeing him the brown snake kayaking. People do do that in the brown snake. What's the brown snake? Sorry. Is it a river? It's the river in okay. Brisbane. Oh, it's okay. brown because it's muddy. All right. So it's never, the water in Brisbane is literally, it's mangroves. Oh my God, I want to go. No, you don't. Really? Babe, look up brown snake right now. <laughs> Abby, teaching me about Australia Babe, on this podcast. <laughs> look up the Brisbane River and see what hell I've endured for my whole life. <laughs> brown snake. Brown snake, Brisbane. Oh, wow. It's hideous, isn't it? Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and lie to everyone. I'm going to admit some fraud right now. When I used to work in real estate, I used to edit this brown snake to be blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because I had to because it looks so fucked in advertising. So you like not like fully blue, but like you just like take the edge off. You know what I mean? Just turn down. I'm down a rabbit hole of why it's brown now. So it's just yeah, <laughs> it's brown. And then during floods, it stays brown for fucking months. So when it floods, when, when it floods, all the debris from the mountains come down. Anyway, so she's got this like backpack and they're going glamping and they have to like make their own tent. But like proving the point that this isn't about her. She's like, oh, my God, I never made a tent before. And it's like, babe, and Brooke loves it. Like, Brooke is like, yes, like, I love it. She thought about me. This is so nice. And it's like, yeah, babe, we love that. But, like, Jamie Lee, like, take her, like, to go to, like, a winery or something, like a vineyard. Like, isn't that, like, because when you are actually in the real world, you aren't just going to want to do things that Brooke wants to do. And also, Brooke would like that. Like, Brooke also isn't the type of person that's, like, going to be like, we only do what I want to do. Right? Like, it's like show Brooke what you want to be doing and then Brooke will be like, oh, my God, I love this. This is so nice. You know what I mean? Maybe she's a bit nervous. Yeah. She's nervous mm. for no reason because I think Brooke would like probably going to a vineyard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it isn't yeah. like Brooke's just like one-dimensional, like, mm. I only camp. Like, she likes that stuff, but it's like she's also the bachelorette. She's wearing, like, fucking iconic gowns and shit. Anyway, then they have their little intimacy and Jamie Lee says her non-negotiables are kids because she wants – uh, between one and three. And Brooke's like, I just want to be a mum now. I'm getting very clucky. And then that conversation kind of ends. And then Jamie Lee says, I'm in love with you. But keep in mind, they've been friends for three years. Hot. But Brooke's response. 
Brooke goes, oh, that's it? Well, she can't say it back. Oh, yeah, that's right. But keep this in mind for later on in the season, aka the final episode. So she goes, oh, that, and they kiss. And then she's like, and then she's like, say it again. Like, she's like, obviously she likes hearing it, but it's not like, it's not like she's bursting to say it back. Then it's Holly's final date and there's still the drama after WA thing and the kids thing and da 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 And I really like Holly. I think she's really sweet. She's got really good legs. She's just iconic. I really like her. So they just watch some, like, ballet performance and there's nothing for me to say here. Oh, no, the only thing I want to say is that it usually is between a man and a woman, the dance, but they did two women for them. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That was the one note that I had. Sorry, I scrolled too fast. But, yeah, that was nice. Got a bit of most during that. But, again, nothing was said because they were being polite. Not talking during a performance. Good girls. Okay, now they, they have intimacy where the real drama happens. So uh, Holly asks, what at hometowns left you so hurt? Like, because she was sobbing. <laughs> she was sobbing. And Brooke was like, I've always liked you and I always had a connection with you, but then I had these unanswered questions and I, we hadn't spoken about these big life things. And I feel like I've been pretty clear this whole time that I want one, one to three kids. I want multiple kids. And you're now saying that you don't want kids. Maybe you want one. Um, and she says, th- that's an issue. Do you want to have one or none? And then Holly says, and I think this makes sense. This is the thing. On these shows, you're expected to, like, have an answer to how many children you want. Ma'am, when you were single, were you like, I want two kids? No. Were you like, I don't ever want kids? Look, Abby, it's a lot, listeners. I babysat my six-week-old nephew Aww. yesterday. Oh, No. Was very happy to hand him back. Like, all I'm trying really? to say, it's fucking hard work. They it's cry all the time. Like, all the time. Non-stop. Do you know what all the time means? All the fucking <laughs> time. So, no. Like, I think when you have the first one, some women go through trauma at birth. And they yeah. don't want to have another one because yeah. it's so traumatic. So, I don't think you can decide that. No. no you can't decide. And also, but now you, you are a stepmom. What would we yeah, call yeah, you? Yeah. Stepmom? So, yeah. I skip the nappies and the yeah, shit. Yeah. The yeah. Then you, have, you have the two kids, but I don't think... It's like, yeah, because you love your partner and like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you were like sitting there being like, I want two kids by the time I'm, which people no. do want. And that's fine. But I think like Holly's like, listen, I've been single for three and a half years. Also, Holly's just only recently started to explore her, her sexuality. And she's like, I, so I have seen myself as being alone, which is how like I feel. It's like, I've seen myself in the future as being alone. Therefore, I haven't even... I haven't thought about having kids because in order to have kids, I'd want to have a partner and I haven't had a partner or anything close to a partner in three and a half years. So she's been like, I don't have that vision in mind, which is how I like felt on The Bachelor as well. I was like, yeah, like ideally, but like I'm a single bitch. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, I want kids no matter what, I guess, which is how Brooke feels, which is also fine. But Holly's like, oh, I mean, like, can we just see how we go? Also keep in mind, they've had two dates. Jesus. I spent more time with Conrad. But I do want cabbies. <laughs> Little cabbie. I know. That'd be so sweet. Yeah, I yeah. know. And because we're both Polish and Scottish, but I was like, are we related? Because <laughs> we both. Fair question. No, Fair question. literally, I was like, what's your, what's your like Polish surname? We had to like go through it like <laughs> last night. But it's all right. My, my Polishness is like very, very far in the past. But It's okay. You know, and we're learning Polish together on Duolingo. That's Duolingo. extremely cute. Hot for me. Um, dedicated for me. 
Oh, he just texted me saying miss you. Anyway. On. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, and things I understand. Brooke, she's like, I want kids. You're telling me no, this is like a big deal. Holly's like, okay, but I haven't really thought about myself even being in a family unit. I've been alone for three. So it's like, it's hard for both of them. It's very sad. Okay, so what she's, she's like, now that I've met Brooke, now that I've met you, I can see one, maybe, but that's it. One maximum. And I've never heard of someone saying, I want one kid. Have you? No. I've never heard of someone having a goal. No. Do people want none or they want two or three? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I don't know if she's just saying that to make Brooke happy. Yeah, that's I've like never... the compromise. Like, yeah, okay, fine, one. Fine, one. And it's like, but one is, but if you're going to have one, may as well have two. <sighs> so then Brooke goes, so it isn't a huge priority in your life. And then when she said it was kind of like, I don't know, it was like this tone of like she was shocked and Holly was like, no, like, like, I don't know, it was weird. It was like, but I don't know if it's because of, like, the way the conversation was flowing and the editing was quite weird. And then Brooke's like, I've told you that I want kids. And Holly's like, I didn't intentionally disguise this. Like, we only spoke about it at hometowns. But then it's like, Brooke has spoken about it at group dates, wouldn't you? If I knew I didn't want kids, I'd be like, I've got to tell them that I don't want kids because, like, it's not, not a vibe. Anyway, and then... It's WA. So that doesn't even seem resolved. That's just like she's asked a question, she's got an answer, and she's like, okay, this is literally like put into like the too hard box for now. Next topic, WA thing. And she's like, Holly's like, listen, I only ever heard of this at hometowns, which is true. And people on Twitter were like, why wouldn't she, Brooke is from WA, why wouldn't she assume that Brooke wanted to go home to WA? And people were saying, you know, obviously she's a strong connection to country. I understand that completely. But I moved away from Brisbane. I will never live in Brisbane ever again unless I have a like a partner that wants to live in Brisbane or has a really good job. Do you know what I mean? Like I won't I don't have any plans in my head to go to Brisbane. But again, Brooke is very methodical and like she's very like she's Capricorn vibe. So she's just like I guess she has plans in her head, but I'm like every six months. So I'm like, I don't know where I'm gonna be. I just bought a house in the Byron Shire on Zoom. Like what the fuck? Like so I guess I can't really um, so Brooke's like, what would happen if I had to go home to WA for a bit? Like, what if I wanted to be back home? Which is an understandable question. And then Holly says, I don't see myself in WA. And she's like, the issue with that is, like, her being back in WA, Brooke being back in WA, is she's like, that compromise then becomes a sacrifice to me, which is true. And Brooke keeps saying, uh, you know, like, I I know that I would do it for you. And she's like, why can't you just meet me halfway? But it's like halfway is Adelaide, not Perth. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I understand, but, like, that's not halfway. Be like, that's not halfway. Like, moving to Perth, sorry, it's the West Coast of Brisbane. And it's beautiful. It is fucking beautiful. And Brooke obviously has all the reasons in the world to want to be there. But... I wish Holly had said here we could do long distance for that period of time or I would move for six months or, you know what I mean? Like, do like months. And, I don't know. But what does Holly do for work? Cheerleader or something. She can cheer in Perth. <laughs> Let's just cheer and joy in Perth. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just like, it's it's not really halfway. I, and the thing is, I think it's fair for Brooke to want to have an answer to that. But I think framing it as compromising and meeting halfway is incorrect. And Holly's just being like, listen, I didn't want to not voice something now and in the future it come up and be an issue, which is true. Also, Brooke's saying she wants to move there in 10, 15 years. And then Brooke says she wished she told her earlier about the WA thing. And Holly's like, I found it at hometowns. 
I told you at hometowns. Unless there's been a conversation that we haven't seen, like even if like part of a group date or like at a cocky party or something. But like she didn't find out until hometown. So how could she tell her that she it's like me like, I never want to move to Florence, Italy. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean I would if anyone wants to take me there, but like, you know what I mean? It's like she didn't think it was an option. And maybe that was naive of her because of Brooke's connection to country. Maybe that was naive to not think that. But she was never explicitly told it as far as we know, unless we are missing a scene. Who knows? Anyway, Brooke's like, where does that a roadblock? Like, I feel like you're not going to try and get over this with me. And Holly's like, I don't know. I really like you. And I feel like the next few years would be really wonderful. And then we'd get to a point, And after that, I'm not really sure because of all these logistical things. And then Brooke gets triggered and she's like, what were you looking for originally? And Holly's like, I wanted to look for someone to be with forever. And then Brooke says, well, it's not me because you just put a time limit on it. That's not what she said. She said, we'd have a really good few years together. And then because of the logistical things, such as kids and moving to WA, she doesn't know what would happen because she doesn't know how the compromise would go or the sacrifice or whatever. You know, she was saying that, but Brooke is now triggered. Was it tense, this conversation between them? Oh, my them? God. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God, babe. <laughs> it was like sitting upright on the edge of a seat, like tears. Like it was like fucking cooked. I think she just meant like logistically in a few years there would be issues that would arise because after being together for that long we had to sort out. We'd have to then merge our lives together. Not like I won't like you after three years, you know? And then Brooke says, I'm upset because you're putting conditions on our relationship, but I want unconditional love, which I get. And then she says, I'm triggered from previous relationships where people say, I love you, but I understand that as well. That's really hard. But that isn't what Holly was saying. But because she's triggered in the moment, you're hearing like, oh my God. And she obviously really likes Holly. And she's like, oh my God, like, of course, Someone that I like this much is saying all these things are perfect, but I won't do this for you. You know what I mean? So like, it makes sense. She was not saying I love you, but at all. She was saying it was more like she wasn't saying I love you, but like I have feelings for you and I'm letting you know right now that this is an issue so we can sort it out now. And also because Holly was like, I don't want to lie to her and ruin her chances of finding someone that's going to be her perfect like person to be with. Anyway, Brooke like storms off. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And then Holly's sobbing. A producer comes over, talks to Holly. She's like, do you feel like it's something you can work out? And then Holly's like, I came here to find love, but it's now just like slamming me in the heart. This isn't what's going to happen for me. And she's like sobbing, Brooke sobbing. It's very tragic. And then Brooke's like, comes over to her and she's like, I don't think we can get over this. And then sends her home on the date. What? Yeah. If only Abby was there to explain actually what Holly meant, you know? I feel like they could have worked it out. It's not a but, it's an and. It's an and. I think it was an and. I don't think it was a but. I don't think it was like she was trying. And I think Brooke, again, not her fault. Because of previous trauma, she's heard, I love you, but I'm not going to do this for you. But it's actually been like, I want to be clear about this because I do care about you so much. And I want you to, yeah. Anyway, time for finale. Bye, Holly. It's so, it's so, I was thinking this morning, like, all these dramas and all these, like, energy and effort. It's so, like, in the end... They always end up with the, like, the right person, which seems, like, very, like, woo-woo, but it's, like, you know, she's with David now. Oh, David won. Um, she's with... <laughs> anyway, so it's finale. So send a video from Pete 
her father figure, and he says her mum and grandmama are always with her. Very cute. Anyway, I'm here. <laughs> I'm on the episode. That was random of me, wasn't it? <laughs> Tricked you all. I've known since day <laughs> what one. What are you doing? Like at the finale, you have like your friends or family because oh, Brooke's right. family couldn't come because of WA. I came because I was in Sydney land, so got to got to leave. Uh, got my little COVID exemption to go an hour and a half drive away, and actually three hour drive away from Sydney. It was great. Also got tested. Obviously, it's all fine. I'm with Amy, who is an Indigenous scholar. She is fucking. I'm obsessed with her. She's so amazing. And that's Brooke's friend as well. And I just put Amy's an icon. Side note. Anyway, I w- they were like, "Why do you think Brooke has asked you to be here?" And I was like, "Babe, I don't know." Like. I'm really bad judge of character. Like, I'm, like, the worst. Like, I think everyone is nice. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, they would never. Like, I'm obsessed with them. Like, I have to have my friends, like, grill people that I'm dating because I'm like, Ugh. Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm a really bad judge of character. I think everyone's nice. I literally the most toxic people. So, like, I'm just going to be like, they're both really lovely, which is what I did. I'm like, I really like them both. And also because I didn't want to be an asshole to them because I was traumatized by my season where Kate was so mean to me. And made me cry the whole way home. So I was like, I'm just going to be nice to them. And also because David and I have mutual friends in Disneyland. And then Jamie Lee is a bachelor girl. So like both of them, I had allegiances too. I liked them both. They're both really sweet. Anyway, so she explains David and Jamie Lee. And Amy's like, oh, like Brooke has like, before we met them, she was like, Brooke has like a deep joy. And I was like, yeah, I can't relate. Don't get it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she seems happy. <laughs> so I was so single. It was like mid-COVID. Anyway, David was first and they were like so obsessed like when they were together it was like like I was like giving them shit on the show I was like you guys are fucking gross like it was like they were like kissing and like giggling and like baby talking and shit and I was like cool anyway um enjoy and Amy chats to him first and she's like look Brooke needs someone who is across like her community like the LGBTQIA plus community and also the First Nations community and she asks David which, if he knows, what land he lives on. And he says he doesn't know. Oh. Wow. He didn't know. And what what did, what was Brooke's reaction? Well Brooke, well, Brooke wasn't there. So then Amy, he said, I don't know that. And she said, you know what land you're on right now? No. And then she's like, so it would take, it would take dating an Aboriginal woman to consider you live on Aboriginal land. You've got to. That's all I have to say, Amy. I was about to say, like, yeah, you've got to and you've got to. That was what we both, that's... Sorry. No, you've got it. And it's also like at the school, maybe the school that he went to in Brisbane didn't say, but at like at every assembly we would have acknowledgement of country. I think at like every like church, I went to a Catholic school at every like chapel we did. Anyway, so he then says I would, oh no, then he says I haven't given much thought to it and maybe it's a maturity thing. Men get away with a lot of things in this life, I swear to God. Well, babe, you're not going to be happy with Jamie Lee's answer either. Oh! So, also, and then she asks if he knows what mob Brooke is from. And Amy's like, that's like not knowing what country your partner is from. Like, it's it literally is not knowing what country your partner is from. I don't know. But then he's like, I would love to learn about it. And I feel naive and ashamed. And he said he would try to learn himself and not just rely on Brooke, which is good. He's like, I'm going to try and get my own information not emotional labor. I think to me he said that as well. I, obviously, a little bit about chat was shown, but I'm pretty sure to me he was like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna expect Brooke to teach me things. I'm gonna do my own research after this." Like, also, I saw some tweets saying, "Why hasn't he Googled it, babe? We don't have phones. You have no access to the internet in there, so he couldn't have he couldn't have Googled it." And also, if he hadn't asked Brooke what mob she's from specifically, 
Everyone's like, it's in her Instagram bio. Yeah, but he didn't follow her before this. He doesn't have Instagram. So for those of you who don't know, just so you're aware, David and everyone else from Brisbane, although I'm, I'd really be surprised if you were my age and didn't have this in school, but uh, it is Mianjin. But, so the land is Mianjin, but it's also the where I was from, where my school was from in Clayfield, was the Yagara and Turbo people. So it would say, we acknowledge this is the land of the Yagara and Turbo people. That was how... It was every assembly. So I don't know, like, should I, like, email his school and be like, hey, guys, just letting you know? Like, I don't understand. I mean, but I do understand they couldn't, they had no access to Google. Should we put in a link to a, a map of Aboriginal yeah. land? Or yeah, put in a, so. a map to Aboriginal, a map of Aboriginal land in Australia? Um, then Amy asks him about Brooke being pansexual and he says it doesn't matter. He's like, oh, like, you know, like, I'll support her no matter what. Like, it doesn't matter that she's pansexual. And it's like, I get what you're trying to say. Maybe be like a little bit more sensitive, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's fine. I'm just I think it's iconic that people are talking about this on prime time. Anyway, so it's now my turn to talk to David. And I'm like, how do you feel about her? And he's like, I've been falling in love with her. And he's like, Yeah, I picture her as a wife and a mum. And I'm like, tell her you love her. Tell her you fucking love her. And then I don't know, he was nice. Jamie Lee. <laughs> like, again, I was like, he was a nice, we had mutual friends. Like, he's nice. He's, like, really lovely. And he's, like, cool. Anyway, Jamie Lee's turn. When she comes in, she was so sweet. She's like, a very, like, sweet, like, nice energy to her. I really like her. I liked them both. That's why I was like, whatevs, choose who you want, babes. And I just want to point out, when I was speaking to Jamie Lee, this was pre-me having Botox in my eyebrows, and there was so much movement. So, back to Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee, I asked her why she waited so long to have a crack with Brooke um, because they were friends for three years. Why did you wait so long to shoot your shot? Why did you do this? And she was like, the timing never lined up. I have feelings for her in the mansion and I wanted to let her have her shot with Honey Badger. I thought she was going to end up with Nick, which is cute vibes, energy. She's like, I didn't want to like be weird about that and ruin her chances at that or like make her confused. But I had feelings for her in the mansion. Then I got a girlfriend and she got a boyfriend and da, 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 da. Like, it was very like bad timing. Then I asked her, would you have to back away from the friendship if you didn't end up with Brooke? And she was like, yes, I would. I think that's reasonable. So I told Brooke and Amy this, and they were like, whoa, what? And I was like, ah, oh. I thought that was like normal. <laughs> they didn't show that, but I was like, oh, yeah, anyway. And then she, I was telling her the whole conversation. Oh, and also she told me she wouldn't be a friend anymore if you didn't choose. <laughs> and they were like, why didn't you tell us this earlier? And I was like, oh, I just thought that was like a normal thing to do. It's hard as well because I've been friends for so long, and I think there's been like this like teetering on the edge for so long. Anyway, they didn't really include that in the story, so obviously they didn't have to do with Brooke's decision, but still I just thought it was interesting because I thought that was like normal. Anyway, I really like Jamie Lee, but Amy was not that much of a fan. So she's like, you two have been friends for three years. How across Indigenous history are you? Do you know what land you're on? Do you know what land you're from? Um, you know, do you know what mob book is? And Jamie Lee's like, uh, she doesn't know what mob she's from or what land they're on. Again, it's in Brooke's bio on Instagram. Like if you have like a basic level of memory retention. Anyway, so Jamie Lee then says she's no da 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 and then Jamie Lee's like, shit, I've messed up here. I should have known this. Like, this is bad. It's like, yeah. and then Amy's like, this is not good. And we come back and Amy's like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it went well. And Amy's like, eh. and I was like, oh, shit, like, not good. I was like, I've got nails. I just want anyone doing this. 
Feel in my bio, she's Nunga and Yamachi. And it's like, it's literally, I think, the second line down. Let's look. Yeah, Bachelorette. And I think it used to be, Bachelorette obviously wasn't there before. So, babe. I mean, I mean, also, surely you would have spoken about it. Also, you know, she's from Western Australia. So you can probably just, like, even if it wasn't in her bio, you could, A, ask her. But also, if you hadn't asked her, you could probably just look up the land that she was born on and be like, hey, are you Noongar? Because it's in the bio. But Jamie Lee, she's like, yeah, I fucked up. And both of them are kind of like, like, Jamie Lee and David are like, ugh. And then Amy voices her concerns about Jamie Lee's knowledge about Brooke's culture. And she's like, David had the same answer, but David has only known you in this experience. Jamie Lee's only for three years, da 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 and I was like, I liked them both. Like, I was like, yeah, that's shit. Because I obviously didn't have that conversation with them. I was just like, da, 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 da. again, as per just being like, I don't want to be, I don't want to ask you guys any questions because I don't want to be an asshole to you because I was traumatized. But I'm glad Amy was there. Love that for her. Amy is the tits. So we do a one, two, three, go. Okay, say who you think Brooke should be with. And we're like, one, two, three. And they cut it off. But we said David. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jamie Lee, but like there was just like she was obsessed with David. Like it was so fucking obvious that it was David. And she liked Jamie Lee, but I think it was more like a friendship that she wanted she wanted it to work. Anyway, they go on a helicopter. Oh sorry, Jamie Lee's day. They go on a helicopter and they're on like these electric bikes, more motorized vehicles. I love this for them. It's super fun. Um, and then they have that's really all that happens. And they have the intimacy, Brooks, and this like sick jumpsuit. It's it's like it looks like it's like on fire almost. Like it looks like it's like tie-dyed. But we, anyway, it's hot. Um, and then Jamie Lee asks Brooke about her reservations about her. She's like, Do you have any reservations about me? And Brooke's like, look, Amy was worried that you like the idea of me and not like who I actually am because you don't know about my culture. And she would have thought if you were in love with me this whole time, you would have known at least that, but you aren't, you don't know about my culture. And then Jamie Lee's like, I'm going to learn and put an effort. And yeah, I mean, I think Brooke's like, yeah, okay. Like that's all I can really ask kind of thing. Like, I don't think it's really like, it's not really spoken about beyond that. It was like two minutes. So I don't know what the actual conversation was or how it ended. And then Jamie Lee is crying and she's like, I've done all, all I can. I've told her everything that I feel. Blah, blah, blah. So that was kind of Jamie Lee's entire final date. David's final date is another vintage car. Brooke comes pick him up again. Does Brooke like vintage cars or does the date producer like vintage cars? I can't tell because there's been like five this season. Does she, or is it because she can drive manual? She must be able to drive manual and they must be fucking milking it because I would be like, <laughs> get me an auto, bitch. Get me a Hyundai gets. So she's like, every time we're, we're one-on-one, my feelings grow and they do tantric yoga. There's this woman's it's about intimacy and sexuality blending with each other and you need to get the right vibration so it just explodes. But like poor David and Brooke, this is like ultimate edging. I'm so glad they fucked probably the next day or the day after. Like I know when finale was filmed, but like that like that would have it's like the, You're not allowed to have sex while you're on the show, right? No, I wish you would, but oh. no, it's tragic. So they're like holding hands, like palms down, and they're like circular they vibration. Like, it's so hard to not be wet. And then David like gets his top off and they're like basically fucking like she's like lying down at one point and they're kissing. This <laughs> woman behind them just like, okay. Brooke puts her legs up around David and he does a push-up and pulls her up. Hot. Comrade has a bad shoulder, so we couldn't do that. (laughs) 
So then they're like sitting, she's like sitting on his lap and like they're kissing. It's like very like, it's very cute. And David's like, this is the closest we've ever been to each other, which is so true. Like long periods of time, skin to skin contact. It's very intimate. And at this point, it's pretty obvious that he's one. Then they have their intimacy. And he's like, you'd be an amazing mum and you're beautiful and, like, we'd make a good team and da, 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 da. very cute, like a little speech, which is very beautiful. Brooke then says she feels like there's no conditions with him and he's like, well, this might be a good time to tell you that I've fallen in love with you. Hot. Now, remember Brooke's reaction to Jamie Lee? Oh. Okay. Brooke is crying. She cries. She's, like, in her voxy. She's like... I always thought when people were saying, when people said that they were in love, that they were that they were lying and that it wasn't real. But now I love him so much. This is before finale. Why did they include that? It wasn't even a fake out. Like, I mean, I love that for her, but why did they include that? And also everyone, I already knew that he'd won because I was at finale. But like, is that not weird? Yeah, that that required editing there. <laughs> yeah, did someone yeah. miss it? Like, what the fuck? Why did they include "I love him"? And she's crying, going, "I love him, I love him so much." One hundred percent. That was Winner. a mistake. <laughs> the thing is, if Jamie Lee had won, that would have been the ultimate psych out. But he won, so it wasn't even like I know what was going on there. Anyway, finale time. Book looks really hot. The dress is the best of all time, and Jamie Lee is in, like, a same, same but different dress. Like, Brooke's in this blue dress and it's, like, very, like, reflective material. Jamie Lee's in a red version with, like, titties. It's fucking hot. Um, But we all know she's going to get dumped, so it's quite sad. Brooke says she hopes she's done the communities proud, but most of all she wants to do herself proud and have unconditional love that she deserves. True. And then Osha. (laughs) Osha says this in this tone of voice. I'm so happy for you. That's what you came for. Like, it's like this weird, like, I'm so happy for you. That's what you came for. Like, uh, like he was possessed. It was a really weird. Conrad and I were pissing ourselves. We were like, what the fuck? Osha? Like, what? It was, it was like rose ceremony voice, but like, I'm so happy for you. So I Honestly, I wonder if we can find, I wonder if we can find it. One sec. <laughs> I just tried to find it for you guys and they cut it out because they know it was weird. It was like. I'm so happy for you. That's what you can't. It was fucking, go back and watch it. It was fucking bizarre. Anyway, and then shock horror. She, okay, so uh, Jamie Lee gets out of the limo first and they didn't even do a fake out. Like recently they've been doing like double fake outs, like with Holly and Brooke season. Like, sorry, Jimmy's season with Holly and Brooke, the top two. They did like a double fake out where it was like Holly, Brooke, Holly, Brooke, Holly, Brooke. And but they just let Jamie walk out first and we're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Very sad. It got a bit emotional watching her in the in the limo. It was very tragic. Um, she looks hot, but unfortunately, no matter how hot you are, you're still getting broken up with. Could wear a trackie out there, you know. And then Brooke quotes Rihanna and says that Jamie Lee makes her feel like the only girl in the world. Um, but then she's like, nah, I'll CBF with you though, hey. Like, <laughs> no, no. She's like, but like, and you're a beautiful girl and you deserve the world. But it's not you. My heart is someone else. The classic line. And then she chooses David and she gives him a promised ring, which is random, and then that's the end of it. And I turn it off. We all know I don't really care about the ending. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was an interesting season. I loved the representation, obviously. We loved it. It was wonderful seeing all the diversity on screen, you know, multiple intersectionalities. Do I think the franchise is dead? 
Yes. Because if Brooke couldn't bring back the ratings, who could? You know what I mean? If this Bachelorette couldn't bring back the fucking ratings, who could? The ratings are getting better at the end, but they weren't very good in the middle. And for no re- like no one's fucking fault. Not the producer's fault. Not like it, it just. Anyway, that's the end of the season. All right, bye. I love you.